0: I'm back. I'm back, baby. Are
1: you back for good, though?
0: It depends. If you, are you guys going to keep
2: interviewing people while I'm at work? Same. Show
1: up. That wasn't loud enough. All right, let's try again.
2: Are you going to use my theme? No. no you're never going to use it? It's so good.
3: To everybody honest, knows that, though.
1: Yeah, we mentioned it once, and I'm pretty sure I cut it out. Uh, Did
3: you? That was with Pool Kids. I think I cut oh, out that we, part. yeah. If I didn't. Well, now everybody knows we Talked about it, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists.
3: Yeah,
1: so this week uh, we brought back our uh, fan favorite guests. I'm back, baby!
2: <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. To the new listeners. All right, well, uh, back when I started the podcast, I had a dream that we had a host who's a recurring guest. No. Uh, I'm Anby. I'm Hagen.
3: I'm Adam.
1: I'm Jackson, and we're not doing last names, apparently. No, so. not
3: today. Yeah, uh, let's not it's let like when me we had forget Dave here.
1: I had a gr- I have a great work story. I don't know if y'all want me to tell it now or just throw yeah. it in later. Just, yeah, go just for it. It.
0: let's just let's start on yeah, strong.
1: Break the ice. Yeah. yeah so what? today uh, at the calculator store, let's uh, let's say we uh, at the calculator store we need uh, operators to help us operate these calculators. Where was this at the calculator store? Uh, um, so, so, guys, work, so
0: wait. You look at this straight. You guys sell calculators, but you don't know how to use them. Well, we need. Well, help. you got to pay people to train other people how to use That's them. similar to the place that I work.
1: Yes. So um, uh, They're exactly the same. <laughs> so I walked out of a building, uh, or I walked out of the calculator store today to walk to my car and I saw my boss and a couple of those operators just standing, staring at a car and then I look and it's my car and I go, what's wrong guys? Why are you staring at my car? And they go, oh that's your car. And I was like What's wrong? And then one of them leans in with a vi- uh, with their camera, and they had taken a video. A dead pigeon fell on my uh, the roof of my car, and then a crow landed on top of the pigeon and started eating it. <laughs> and so they're like, "Oh well, don't worry." Uh, did, and was, did you
3: get the copy of the video?
1: No, but I'm going to ask for it. Okay, um, good. Yeah. So I I I asked them, and I was like, "Well, and." It would have been nice if you weren't videotaping it and you were just, you know, getting it off my car. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, we didn't know it was your car. And I was like, okay, I've given a lot of you rides, but that's okay. (laughs) And they said, well, don't worry, it's just, it's just gonna, there's, there were obviously feathers everywhere. I have a black car and this was a white pigeon. And yeah, so I walked up. It wasn't just feathers, I definitely need a car wash. My The hood of my car is a murder scene. I want to fucking look
2: at that as soon as we leave. That sounds great. Must be hard having a car. Oh. Yeah, also, uh,
1: we all wore the same stuff today. Hagen was wearing the same jacket as me, and Andy was wearing the same pants. But being at my house, I made them change.
2: Yeah, in case you aren't watching the video stream.
1: Yes. We also convinced Andy that we do video now. Do we not? Yes. So, uh, if you're wondering what we're doing, so are we. Um, we're we d- figuring it out. We didn't forget the artists. Uh, we thought it would be fun to have a little, uh, an episode where we talked about our favorite albums. We
2: uh, just a little fluff piece.
1: I got you know sick of having to talk about other people's music and other people's opinions. <laughs> yeah, I really- fuck the artist. Jackson
3: wants to talk about Coheed and Canberra.
1: Yeah, I just like I don't feel like if you and can't Jack tell. From the rest of the episodes, I don't get to talk about myself enough, so we decided. Uh,
2: well, maybe if you uh, start recording episodes when we aren't at work, I don't know. We, what that we means. can't totally No, that when would that that,
0: that would that wouldn't fucking change shit. He'd still talk That's about himself thinking. the whole time. I know.
2: I know.
1: So we we just thought it'd be fun, like to talk about our favorite albums. And there's no, at least for my list, there's no, you know set amount of albums we picked we just thought it'd be fun to talk about it for better or for worse and i personally am gonna try and keep it positive because i'm a negative nancy so i'm gonna try my best not to rag on you guys I, or... think, I
0: think i i i applaud you for that but i mean like i don't think you that's could, fun you can you can rag on it all you want yeah. i think like you've been listening to have a conversation if part of the conversation is ragging
2: on it just rag on it Yeah, we know Hagen has shit taste. Oh, that's t- I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> Sorry, for that. Mitsuki over here. Um, hey, Jackson, what's your favorite album to listen to backwards?
3: Um, Probably um, still Coheating Canberra.
1: Mandatory Fun by Weird Al.
0: That's that that's not a fun
1: album
3: to listen to backwards. It's not fun <laughs> to listen to forwards.
1: No, I feel <laughs> like it's more fun to listen to forwards. Does anyone want to go first? Talk about their I album? I
3: figured you were going first. This was your, your idea. to Talk
0: about yourself, dude.
1: This is your forte. Yeah, I've already talked enough.
3: You uh, have, but that doesn't who, stop you.
0: Who, who's been on the podcast the least?
2: Andy. Oh fuck. You Am I start have to go first. Okay. Yeah. Pull out your notes. Let me pull up my notes, which I have <laughs> here. So, uh, anyone in my close circle of friends, so these three guys right here only. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa!
0: Whoa! Whoa! Whoa!
2: Three men. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can probably see this one coming a mile away. But my uh, my number one is Fortress by Miniature Tigers. I did not I see am that I'm so coming. surprised.
3: But that's a great album. I think
1: Adam
0: is surprised. No, no I,
3: I kind of assumed that would be in there. <laughs> I didn't know about number one, but...
2: Miniature
3: mm-hmm. um, Tigers is great, though. That's a good choice, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I like it because, you know, I tend to be obsessed with, like, instrumentation, guitar tones, everything like that, and this album is not focused on that in the least. It's all about Charlie Brand's songwriting, and it all revolves around that. And that and i uh I listened to it in a very like emotionally vulnerable time in my life, and I really trauma bonded with this album, and so it um uh, not always in my heavy rotation, but I keep coming back to it,
1: yeah, that was something that I was gonna hopefully touch on that you know at least an album at least one of the albums on my list that it i don't know if it's necessarily the best album of you know all the albums I've ever listened to, but it definitely has that like you know an emotional point of like oh well I can tie it to this point in my life and that kind of thing so mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think I think tying it to a point in your is really important and then on top of that like I have
0: albums on here that aren't even like necess- they're not necessarily my favorite album by the band but this specific album did more for me in the time when I listened to it so therefore it stuck with me for longer
1: yeah and we're sorry if Hagen sounds congested that's just his mic I'm we're having some technical difficulties and I'm real
2: busy at the calculator store so I can fix it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the mic.
2: Yeah. And, but also, uh, another thing that I look for when choosing these albums is albums that influence me as a musician. So I hear something in the recording technique, the arrangement, uh, how the artists put these songs together that may not necessarily be how you would perform them live as an artist. And I think Charlie brand's vocal work is phenomenal on this album. Lots of acapella little melodies that are combined with uh, just little sweet guitar, I guess, hooks. And um, it all stitches together to create this like surreal chorus. Uh, it, it's really entertaining to listen to. It's really like fun and cute at times. But it, uh, I guess it juxtaposes with like the really sad subject matter, just talking about losing his mind, you know.
1: I think on top. I think that's like a very perfect, quintessential like two thousands indie rock album. Oh, yeah. like when you think indie rock, you think like Vampire Weekend and all that shit. But like, I think this one's you know. All spot of my
2: albums are from two thousand nine. Are they actually?
1: Uh, like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, I'm interested to see. Uh, three of us are musicians, and Adam's a saxophone player. So I'm interested <laughs> to see. <laughs>
3: I'm interested former, in former saxophone player. Yeah, former player.
1: saxophone player. Uh,
3: also was never very good, but...
1: Yeah, well, neither are any of us, so...
3: Well, let Well,
1: at least them it. too. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, Dave's not Adams here, so... It's different. Um, <laughs> any more albums you want to talk about? Do we... Oh,
0: like, are we doing was, them? I don't know. I thought know. we were going, it like... So I figured we'd, yeah, we'd right jump on. around a bit. Yeah, mm. jump, yeah. jump,
2: jump, yeah. jump around. Let Hagee have a turn. Hagee.
0: Yeah, my, my, my number one is, is a pretty obvious... Are doing number one. I didn't rank mine, What so. the fuck? Well, I, I mean, I have my number one, Get but I didn't rank Get your shit together. Rest. Rank them. I, I, I do That's have really a number hard. one. The it
1: doesn't matter how you did it, but make sure if you do have a ranking, let us know.
0: I don't have a specific ranking except for number one. Same. Okay.
1: Uh, so I'm going to just start there
0: because the rest of it's kind of all over the place. May I? Are you going to say what it is? <laughs> is it colors? It's colors. Uh this is, this goes back to what i was saying a little bit ago that my favorite album so colors is by between the buried and me and my favorite album by between the buried and me is not even colors but colors influenced me a lot musically it uh it to me is a perfect piece of music one of those albums that goes all together front to back um and uh there's just a lot of amazing moments throughout they it's a it's a, it's a progressive metal album that includes all sorts of weird changes and Lots of beautiful sections, lots of heavy sections, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just a really really well put together album.
1: So here's my question on this, um, and just to start with this, I like Between the Barry and Me, and I like this album, um, but as you said, it's progressive metal, and I'm- is it
2: really progressive metal? What else would it be? Yeah, what else would <laughs> it be? <laughs> just metal. Um, so usually I can get Hagen pretty riled up in a debate on what is and is not progressive metal.
0: Well, that's progressive metal.
2: That's Meshuggah a, is not progressive metal. It is. It is.
1: They yeah. invented the genre. This is a different episode. <laughs> um, I'm more than happy to talk about prog music, but as you said, I'm not worried about the progressive. I'm worried about the metal. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> you're used to people, you know, you're talking about like, this is a perfect piece of music to you. And of course yeah. that's opinion, opinionated, but uh, are you going to laugh every time that my voice cracks? You haven't been here a while. Yeah, like, that's just my voice. I listen back, and, like, that's just what happens. It doesn't bother me. But what I was going to say, I'm sure you're used to people saying, like, oh, metal's not music, and you playing it in the car, and people get upset and say, well, how? why would you want to listen to this? Yeah, What would you say to that? uh,
0: I mean, that's happened a lot where people are like, this isn't music. They're screaming. You can't even understand what they're saying. And I mean, like what I say is, is, is like, look at, listen to the guitars, listen to the drums, listen to everything else that's happening. How can you tell me that's not music? If you're literally just talking about the voice, you don't like screaming. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Uh, if you want to go back to like screaming as a whole, let's listen to like early punk music and let's talk about how there's not singing there. It's literally just how can they make the voice sound how they feel? Mm Uh, and, um, metal comes from a place of that. Uh, usually that's why people don't like metal. That's why they say it's not music is because of the screaming. They say, Oh, this like, can't even understand what they're saying. Like the heavy guitars is one thing. Distorted guitars, people hear all the time. Um, but cause I mean, it, it's, they, if they can't understand what they're saying, they feel uncomfortable or the screaming is scary. And I'm well, like, if you
1: can't understand what they're saying. I think that's a bad argument. Cause I like foreign music. Yeah. When I can't,
3: yeah there's plenty then, of music that you can't understand because yeah. I can focus said, on the melody yeah.
1: over the
0: what's being said. I mean, people people who say that and then they go and they like it, it this is a rare example, but people tend to enjoy listening to classical music. Maybe they don't put it on all the time, but if they went to see like an orchestra or a choir and an orchestra perform something maybe they would enjoy it mm-hmm. they don't know what the fuck they're singing they're singing in like italian or or german and they don't know what they're saying and yeah. maybe they put a translation in the program but i doubt they're sitting there with like like reading the translation as they're singing and they i mean like the the music is far and above most people's musical education as classical music is yeah. and so it's not like to me, the big difference is, is that it's screaming and that it's distorted guitars. And that, and sometimes, and with prog music, like you said it's specifically metal, but with prog music, there's all the changes, and that really throws people off a lot. But
1: yeah, I don't see people getting put off from prog music as much as they do metal, though, because people like Rush. People yeah, like Rush, certain prog music. Rush is like, like well, as mainstream like, prog as you
3: can yeah, get. I was going to say people like though. 70s yeah. prog music. Yeah,
2: I, I think you can sum it up by just saying that a, a lot of people don't like dissonance, and mm. metal's a genre yeah. that leans on dissonance pretty heavily.
0: But at the same time, going back to classical music, there's so much dissonance in classical music, but people just don't hear it that way because of the instrumentation.
2: Plus, you get to feel educated when you appreciate classical Yeah, dissonance. yeah, Exactly. Uh, you feel
3: like you're supposed to like it.
1: Yeah. I like the screaming, though. It's like coffee. I listen to music with screaming whenever I'm trying to have a vocal rest day, because I find myself, if I put on a song that I know what the words are, or I know the melody and stuff, I'm going to sing it. I can't scream. I can't scream properly, so I'm not going to do it, because it'll damage my voice. So yeah. I I find it nice to have that kind of like, I can't sing along to this. So and like I mean
0: like from a from like the most basic level you can get to and listening to metal, a lot of people listen to it because there is the same as I said earlier with punk. There's this like emotional release with the anger that comes behind it. But like there's a lot of people, including myself, who listen to like I listen to Between the Buried and Me to calm down. Like it's just it's a, it's a relaxation thing for me. Now now on long drives if I'm getting super tired if it's not a podcast I'm putting on a Between the Buried and Me album.
1: That's weird. I play Grand Theft Auto because it makes me want to kill people. <laughs> So that's just <laughs> strange. Uh Do you want to talk about another <laughs> album or anything else about Between the Marys? you know
0: I I actually I actually do want to talk about one to see if to see if this is one of Adams. Is it Daughters? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Um is Wasting Light on your list?
3: Uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all talk about <laughs> that now. Foo
0: Fighters,
1: Wasting Light, you go
0: ahead. It's
3: not not my number Lights. 1. Thing. I mean if I had to rank stuff just now because you guys put me on the spot I only but, ranked one that's all I did I'm not yeah.
1: talking about my number one until last okay
3: well no wasting light would not be my number one but mm. it's really great easily my favorite Foo Fighters album it's the album Same.
0: it's the album you can tell people if they've never listened to Foo
3: Fighters right listen to this album it's like definitively is Foo Fighters to me. Yeah. Like I say they, they've done, gone album? through some changes, but the shape and color, color and the shape. shape and yeah. color. You mm-hmm. wouldn't say that over mm-hmm. this? No, I think that like, cause that, that was earlier and it sounds less good now. I don't know, like less polished. And if I was going to say an old album, it would probably be one by one. Um,
0: I don't but know what that is. This is the one that has all my life on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but wasting light is it's to me it's a quintessential Foo Fighters album. Starts off heavy, then, then from there it just goes to like pretty pr- like pretty heavy, but still not like in your face rock songs. Just the the cliche Foo Fighters, loud loud, loud guitars and yeah. lots of cymbals, lots of drums. Yeah.
1: It's also very cool how they release that uh, where they uh, put a little piece of it, the, because they recorded it on tape. Yeah. And they cut up the master yeah. tape after and sent it out and. I remember Dave Grohl saying like, oh man, I just can imagine our fans like one day all pulling together and like putting it back together and making an album. And I was like, I have this one piece and I'm never going to give it to anyone. <laughs> so I hope they do that one day. And yeah. I'm just going to hold on to it and be like, I don't think $5,000 can have it.
0: That was like their, that was like their, their first step into like this, this whole thing they've been doing where how can they record albums it's in a weird in way, in a weird way. Yeah. Foo and, Fighters as a but PR in this stunt. case it worked yeah because it it wasn't a weird way because it was we're gonna record it in his nice ass garage and then we're gonna build it into a fucking studio yeah yeah.
3: (laughs) i was gonna say it's not accurate to call it a garage anymore yeah exactly
0: i mean it was and then they they just turned it into a a, a gorgeous amazing studio uh and so yeah i mean i'm I'm glad they're not doing as much weird stuff now yeah i mean concrete
3: and gold was more of the normal Foo Fighters yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, and I'm one of the people who liked the album they recorded in a different city for each song. Sonic Highways was cool. It's just a like, lot of people hate on it. Yeah. but I actually liked it pretty well. It's not I love like the country. A song. great album, but <laughs> I love it. I mean, I've <laughs> kind of blacked out that one. Probably, <laughs> I blacked out too. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'm not a Foo Fighters fan. But
0: Wasting I think Light yeah, is I think that's album. probably their
3: best like album to. It's it's for most people.
0: Yeah, if you if if you've only heard ever long and best of you, then go listen to Wasting Light. Yeah, go listen to something better. Yeah, if, you, if
1: you've only heard that stuff, go listen to Dave Grohl sing best of you now. Oh yeah,
0: it's a mess. <laughs> it, it is a mess. mess. That's
1: a good example of not knowing how to scream and damaging your voice over a long a career. time. So yeah. I, like I, he, he sounds good he, in the recordings, but he's definitely hurt himself.
0: Yeah, he has, and it's super funny. So he. Uh, um, they released a thing that was like we're canceling these next couple shows because one of our people is injured and, and they didn't say who and I was worried it was Dave Grawl again that he fucking yeah, cause broke he something because he fell again and it was it's yep. whatever. Uh, it was Dave Grawl but it's because he got bicep surgery what the and it was on his left arm so it's like is he just oh. gripping the neck like crazy? Wow. Yeah, it's weird. That's okay yeah <laughs> well, that's real weird yeah it's super weird huh. but at least it's not like he or fell at least it's not he broke his leg again <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly
1: i feel like it's gonna get to a point where uh dave Grohl is gonna be like the ruth bader ginsburg of uh of rock and roll of rock and roll <laughs> where people are gonna want to put him in a bubble so he doesn't hurt himself and they're like you just it's not the time just for stand, you, man.
0: yeah no, just like we can't do it
1: someone's got to take care of that boy
0: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah he can't do it himself no he Keeps falling off the stage <laughs> So, uh,
1: I, I guess I'll, I'm going to talk about, uh, my two big boys just to get them out of the way because I know everyone's going to give me shit go, for go them ahead. and I am going to talk about my favorite album of all time. My favorite album of all time is not their best album, but it's my favorite I album. I love that, that shit. Uh, in rainbows by Radiohead. I think it is, uh, just overall, I think it is a, and this is obviously personal preference. This whole thing is, so I'm not, I'm going to stop saying that, uh, that it, it's just a perfect album to me. Um. It's only 10 songs, and I think before that, I didn't really think much about like lengths of albums. I didn't think about, you know, is this too short, too long? And I think that album, for me, it's, just, it's the perfect length. 10 songs, you can have more than 10 songs, but I think that's just the perfect amount for, you know, it's long enough for someone like me who has a longer attention span, but it's also short enough for someone to listen to it all the way through without feeling, you know, getting distracted. What's the minute count, do you know? I don't know. I'd say it's probably... Like forty minutes. Oh, That's pretty yeah. short. Yeah, uh, are you looking it up, Adam?
3: Yeah, yeah. I was trying so, to do that without interrupting the uh, recording. Forty-two minutes. So.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. And so I, I see that as a good uh, length. I, just front to back. I like it. it. It, it's a nice in between of Radiohead's um, experimental side with stuff like Fifteen Step, uh, and then it, you know, has their straightforward rock with like Body Snatchers and anything like that. Really moody music like Reckoner and whatnot uh Nude the song on there Nude is a beautiful song uh and just the way they distribute it is cool but that's really irrelevant to me um but yeah I think overall it's just like a perfect album to me that being said I think just I think Okay Computer is probably a better album but this is my favorite album by them and is my favorite album of all time and I really don't see it ever getting uh you know notched off. I think I've listened to it like at least once a week. I think that's, uh, yeah, I think that's like, whenever you find an album like that, it's, it's, it's an amazing
0: quality to just find an album that no matter what, it's always going to be the best thing you can listen to.
1: I, I think it's like the only album on my list that doesn't have like an emotional time period for me. It doesn't have like a memory with it. It is just like, and that's probably why it's my favorite that like, it just like, I don't remember when I heard it. I don't remember when I started whatever but I remember I found it at some point and I have loved it ever since. And yeah, I, there was like a time where I used to be able to play it from front to back on guitar, just stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and it's not the hardest. So, but like just, you know, sitting down and learning 42 minutes of music is, you know, something and something I wasn't getting paid to do it. I wasn't in a tribute band. I just did it cause I wanted to. What's well,
0: what I did with wasting light was just front to back. It was just front to back drums. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, it's, it's, to, to find an album that, I mean, for, for the three of us, like you said, I I know, I'm not going to say I know, but I bet, just like with Colors for me, it holds, even if it doesn't hold necessarily an emotional weight, it carries a musical weight that's massively influencing the way that maybe you listen to music and maybe you play music, which is a great thing about albums like that, where maybe it's not like this emotional album, maybe it's not this whatever, but it's this... Amazing thing to you, just because it is the way it is, and therefore it has influenced the way that not only you play music, but the way that you listen to music. And you're not sitting there going like, "Oh, it's not in rainbows and fuck this," but like it has definitely changed the way that you view certain things, which is super. I, th- I I love albums like that.
1: Yeah, and so just overall, I think it's a perfect album front to back for yeah. me. It's like. You know, the perfect in-between of Radiohead. I love Radiohead's experimental stuff and electronic stuff where, like, you can't really hear any of the band. Um, and then I love their stuff where it is just the band. Uh, and I think this is a nice in-between. So there's that album. And then the other one uh, is Cohen Cambria's The Afterman, if we can count that as one album. Because yeah. it was released in the same year and recorded as one album, but released as two albums, Ascension and, Descent- Ascension and De- Descension. Uh, if I had to pick one between the two, it would be Ascension. And the reason why, I think this was right after most of the... Uh, it's Coheed's current lineup and their original drummer came back. And it, it just felt like the band was reinvigorated. And they haven't felt this reinvigorated since. Not in a bad way, but like it just felt really nice. like The drummer coming back. And this was... I had... Stop listening to Coheed for years. And doesn't say, that's when you got back into them, this, right? Yeah, this yeah. is when I got back into them. So I think that emotionally for me is like, fuck yeah. And I remember like just something like on like Vimeo or something like that, like came up and it was their new uh, song from that album. I was like, I haven't listened to this band forever. And so I listened to it. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> just overall, I love that album. And once again, I don't think it's their best album. But I love it.
0: What's, uh, what's the genre? Uh,
1: it's prog rock.
0: Okay.
3: I
1: wouldn't call them metal. I know a lot of people do, but I don't.
3: I wouldn't think metal feels accurate for them.
1: People, well, they're grouped in with that. They tour with metal bands. They just I mean, announce a tour with Every Time I Die yeah. and Mastodon. Yeah, that's a fucking
3: metal tour right there. Yeah. I guess, I mean, touring with them makes sense, but they they're not like... tour it. with Between the Buried at me. Yeah. I, I uh, That seems weird to me. They feel more like a rock group than anything. I agree.
1: But think, they're grouped. I think it's like, you know, Math Rock and Metal fans are the same yeah. crowd where uh, you know, Koheed is also that the same. Has the same crowd. draw. Yeah. So I think that's why they get grouped in. There. I, I,
0: I I would I would use metal just because they use a lot of like weird chord shapes. They use a lot of weird uh weird riffage and like a lot of distortion on some things that feels like a metal thing, but it's not too consistent where it's hard to say metal for sure.
1: Yeah. I think the band doesn't even, you know, know what they truly are because yeah. even on that first album after man Ascension, there is, uh, the first song is after the intro track, but the first actual song is that like eight minute long song that of that video I just talked about. And I would say that, you know, is borderline metal. And then, you know, not too far after that, they have a song that their singer, Claudio was writing a, uh. A rock opera for, and it just sounds like a musical. Yeah. So you know, on one album they can be all over the place, and then they have like an acoustic electronic song to close that first album. So, yeah, I, I don't even think my they thing know is what they, they have they like
3: a big range of they do yeah. genres you could put them under. So metal seems like a weird one to focus on.
1: I agree. They are a hundred percent prog, but I w- yeah. wouldn't say they're metal.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Andy, all right, Uh, my number two. Would be <laughs> <laughs> talk about as much as you want, guys, you don't
3: have to do one at a time, <laughs> all right, um you know, I mean, you're the only one who ranked them all, yeah, so
2: I'm just gonna keep going the one at a time rank, yeah, plus there's a lot of pressure to like perform, and I don't know if I can keep up like thought streams or conversation that long, that so being gonna... said, you're holding up that erection very well, thank you, I've been practicing um <laughs> my number two is vecatomist by grizzly bear and is that the one uh with the the two yeah what's that song two called? weeks two weeks okay mm-hmm. yeah i do know yeah. that album so 2009 uh the sweet spot for music uh of all time uh <laughs> do if i for agree it's a, <laughs> <for you> <laughs> a little joke for you guys A little i don't think any of us <laughs> agree with that that was um, a good joke okay <laughs> So this album played an important part in my development as a musician. Uh, It was right when I was learning my like oral skills, learning to recognize, I guess, different uh, tones of instrumentation, tones of voice, singing styles, performance, all of that. And also right when I started to record myself. And so this album is a masterpiece in the art of recording. Uh if you don't know, this album was recorded partially in a studio, but a lot of the work was done in like an abandoned church in upstate New York. Wasn't Fortress also recorded in a church? I'm not so sure. I don't know. I think it was. Uh I wouldn't be surprised. Um But uh the reason I, I like this is I, I often say that the church is the loudest instrument on that album because you can hear it soaking into the, the tone and every piece every track that's recorded in that church you can just tell it has this beautiful like dark reverb uh to the voices to the <sighs> instrumentation um for the amount of commercial success that it has it's the uh, one of the most like individual albums uh, of its time and that's come out since because you expect uh, you expect a lot of uh i guess like compression where uh, you just have like a flat curve, flat curve. That that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you, you hear a lot of like flat compression in, um, works that have mainstream success. And this album, uh, that church just makes it so, uh, unique and so individual. Uh, the acoustic guitars are so dark and they just echo throughout there. If you listen to, uh, to Daniel Rawson's voice, it's just this beautiful haunting echo, almost like the halo theme. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't expect that I, that's great i did not expect <laughs> that either listen to that album and try not to hear the halo theme. now i go, dare I'm you i'm gonna try now yeah because <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
0: just try to imagine steve vi playing the halo theme
2: <laughs> yeah um the uh the songs are so beautifully written they're catchy uh two weeks is definitely one of my all-time favorites so damn uh, i'm shameless <laughs> yeah
1: uh, yeah, uh, even if you don't like that album, that's that's a great song. No, that that
3: album's great. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: yeah, and it uh, it definitely taught me uh, how to sort of pick apart the tracks and hear each individual piece that's recorded, and not just the song as a whole. And so it uh, it struck a very big chord with me in that way because I uh, I learned how to individually track like my own instrumentation, how to layer my voice from that. And that's a big thing for me, as I said with Fortress too. Is learning those layers when recording—that's something I've always been a huge fan of.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and call it now. Andy didn't put anything that's not indie rock on his list. Don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay, we'll find out.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's a decent guess. But
0: Stay tuned. I mean, you could. I. I think. I think guessing like a higher percentage would probably be. Yeah, that'd be the safer. Yeah, but
3: 100 percent. <laughs> All right. You work at the calculator store, right? You know how this works?
1: Yes. Let me pull out my calculator real quick.
3: 100%.
1: I'm really glad we all let that sound come through. Let's hope it came through. Yeah. I'm sure it did. I thought I could
0: hear it in here. Uh, (laughs) Sick intermission for all the listeners. We need guests. Everybody's skipping Uh, to the uh, end now.
3: They want
2: to hear Jackson's number one i thought I already he already said, said it. he already did yeah, that. But but said he albums, said he was gonna
3: yeah. wait till the end and then he didn't and then he didn't yeah oh
2: that oh right i guess you did say of all time but you didn't yeah. say number one so oh, what the fuck
3: <laughs> jesus <laughs> what
2: Kind of backwards logic is that
3: greatest of all time but not
0: number one uh okay so um i'll throw a little curveball uh my next one is arguably a pop record. Oh, it's a pop record. That's not a curveball at all.
1: None of us are None, shocked.
0: It's a poop record. Let's
1: see what he says though first. None of us.
0: I mean, I, I I I know you guys know that I listen to pop, but I don't think he guys Sarah Bareilles. I mean, yeah, you knew that. <laughs> uh Paramore. No. <laughs> None of Paramore's albums are even close to making the Waitress this. Waitress soundtrack. Uh it's not pop music. Go on. <laughs> uh yeah, Sarah Bareilles uh oh, her, shit. her her album Kaleidoscope Heart. Uh it's the one that d- doesn't have Love Song on it. Um it has King of Anything, which is the big those the big song off of it. Um I think this is her best album by far. Uh it has all of her quintessential like slow slow pop song jams plus like the super upbeat ones and the backing band on this record is just so fucking good they just knew how to make her songs
1: was it toto nope okay <laughs> nope sorry you, i don't think can
0: she can, I, have, I don't think she can afford that
1: you can tell i have nothing to say about this one. oh it's okay
0: it's okay <laughs> yeah it's a great album it's uh it's a really really uh it, it for someone for someone who if someone out there likes pop music but doesn't know where to go i'd say go to that album uh it it definitely doesn't feel overtly pop because nothing sarah feels does feels like overtly pop except for her two biggest songs love song and brave um the rest of it is just really well put together music i remember one time you and andy and sean were in the car and i was playing that record and sean was like what the fuck is this? This is this is a jam. This is really good. And I was like, it's Cerebrellis. And he was like, Oh no. <laughs> and he got really bummed out. <laughs> fuck that attitude. I hate that. Yeah, he really didn't like that he liked it.
1: <laughs> I used to be like that it's, in like middle school. Like I would like play like Passion Pit and somebody'd be like, Oh, I love Passion Pit. I'd be like, fuck Passion Pit. <laughs> you know what? It's it's not as bad as
2: you think. It's not because it was pop. It's because Sean uh, hates artists who go by their full name. The listeners know Sean, correct? You know Sean. <laughs> you know Sean. Everyone has a Sean. Every 45 episodes. <laughs> he doesn't go by his full name.
1: Have we had 45 episodes? Yeah. Everybody has a Sean, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody
0: has a Sean.
1: Everybody has a Sean. Go That's going to be our new merch. Go
3: ahead, Adam. Do we have merch now? Yep. I just right. declared it. <laughs> I do declare. Uh, Well, following up. Uh, after Wasting Light seems like a good one, to do uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Songs for the Dead. God damn it. And I got to it before Hagen did. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, well. well. Which is great. (laughs) How (laughs) the turntables. Are we going to get
0: sued for that? (laughs)
1: Uh No. No. I don't don't think that can happen, right? Fuck Ricky Gervais. (laughs) I hope he comes at us, because he's known for doing that. Is he? He'll come at... Like, that is... He has Somebody he has does. to listen to this, no, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like one small Twitter user with like no followers will call out and say "fuck Ricky Gervais" and he'll tweet back just basically saying "I'm filthy rich." But this and isn't. It's like, Whoa, dude! This is not Twitter, though. Yeah,
3: but that's not gonna happen. Just,
2: just. Right, I'm gonna a, tag a him in this episode. Yeah, but
3: I mean, okay, you can do that with the time mark. Yeah,
2: let's make a Twitter account and just once a I mean, week. We have tweet a Twitter account. We just don't...
3: <laughs> Do anything, but I do like that. That's a good publicity yeah. stunt.
2: Let's just make it a bot. Yeah, this go
1: conversation ain't worth a dollar. But go ahead. No, so I mean, Woo! Songs for the Deaf
3: is just a great album. I go back to it all the time. I it's a good love album. it front to back. It is. It is. Uh,
0: I I don't know. I I think it's. I think it's their best album. Like, oh yeah. Like yeah. Clockwork is
3: really close behind. I think uh, like it. It's just too different well, for like, me to put it over Songs for the Deaf. I so, personally
1: like. Like clockwork, better, but that yeah, this is probably. A I mean, I better think it's album. probably yeah
3: more it, commercial.
0: I think for sure. I think the thing about this album is that it came out like after it was like Queens the Stone Age had their 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 moment where they were making like really like it was almost punk music. It was really heavy, kind of like didn't give a shit. It was music. just
3: like stoner rock. Like yeah, that that, like that was Kias. all they were. Wow,
0: crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then this this album came out after that, and it 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 still had the the remnants of kind of what they were coming from with like a little bit heavier shit, but still was, it was the song, the songs were definitely put
3: together a lot better. And it was the end of the whole, like the whole album just works really well. I mean, it's technically like a concept album, I guess, because it's got, the transitional songs and everything, but yeah, yeah I, I love that, that and that. I think that's great. So, yeah, that's the one
1: just, weak point to that album to me is those little transitions. I think, funny uh, as I fuck. think that's great, they're funny, I and always skip them. I, it's really a great like, album,
3: though. I really like concept albums in general, though, like in terms Same. of just Obviously. thinning everything together. <laughs> it's just, you know, going back to how I don't like listening to single tracks and stuff like this album just works because of that though for me this was this album was also the weird point of like and a lot of people disagree with me on this
0: but i, I like the next two albums they did i'm just kind of like meh on them like they're, they're good. forgettable yeah but the problem you is they're not like era vulgaris it's a fine album it's a fucking great album but it, like they it's have
3: great but it's not like it's definitely not their best album or those albums that, those
0: what? albums have their biggest song lullabies to paralyze Never listened to it. Those songs have some of their those albums have some of their biggest songs, like the like. But all the other songs on those albums are not very good. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a damn shame that threes and sevens is remembered more than like <laughs> most of the of most of songs from the everything Def. else. Yeah, no yeah. one knows is the only song people remember from that album
2: mostly. Well, those weren't on Guitar Hero, so.
0: <laughs>
2: Bitch. And
3: that's that's how we remember stuff now. It, yeah. it, it is for a lot of. That's
2: people. why I know yeah. uh, "Carry On My Wayward Son." <laughs> Where well, does
1: that one go? I'm
3: no, sing. we
2: can't afford it. Yeah.
1: Don't. <laughs> yeah, is that all you have to say about? Wait, that do we have album? to pay
2: a uh, royalty or licensing fees if we sing the Guitar Hero version because they know. couldn't afford? They're never
3: gonna know that we did this. I don't know. How about you look that up for the rest of the episode <laughs> okay. and then let us know. Alright. <laughs> um, uh,
1: so know. Uh, I'm just gonna go in twos because. Uh, that's the way I want to do this. So I just
0: accidentally went in twos,
2: because Jackson listens to more music than us. So. No, I only wrote five. No, he only wrote hours.
3: five things down. He just wants to be done. And he can, he's gonna oh. leave.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave to Isn't that room. room I right go to bed. Yeah. Um, it's late. Uh, yeah. So these next two songs are uh, my it's two uh, songs. My fuck you <laughs> fuck these you. next two songs are my fuck <laughs> these, <laughs> these next, next ones are, are my favorite album my more singer songwriter ones but uh you know i don't really know what that means whether or not that talks to me as a musician or whatever but uh continuum by john mayer and then grace by <laughs> jeff buckley did you just laugh
0: at john why would you laugh at john mayer
1: he's turning dead i plead the fifth. yeah but uh i just yeah <laughs> i love john mayer just in general But uh, that album, fucking solid, has Pino Palladino on bass and Steve Jordan on drums, and it's just a solid band. Um, Yeah, like the best rhythm section to ever exist. Oh, yeah. yeah. The fucking John Mayer trio is sick if John Mayer didn't sing in it. See, but that, other that's, than that, it's great.
0: That's such an interesting thing because, like, a lot of people who I know who like John Mayer like solely like him because of his voice,
1: which I find funny because I think he's a good singer, but I don't think he's the best singer. No, and no he, he thinks he's the, the best singer.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> he's not the best,
3: but that doesn't matter for a lot of people. It's good enough. He's, and it's the, the rest of voice, the songs sure. like make up for it. It's the
0: musicianship and the yeah. in, in the music that just like that. Like, I mean, wh- whoever uh, it's always Pino on bass, but whoever's playing drums, whether it be Aaron Sterling or Steve Jordan, it's always like this is just this is a fucking hit. No matter what, it's so good
1: yeah and just with john mayer it's like it's one of those things where yeah he's a you know pop star there's no doubt about that and uh i used to be more of a optimist, and i I definitely want to be more uh of that now but and looking back on like since i love that album and still listen to it today and have no issues with any song on it uh it definitely makes me want to go back to that uh kind of more positivity uh when it comes to music but yeah it's a great album uh it it's a pop album as i was saying and you know people probably if you were just listening to his music probably wouldn't know that he's a great guitarist probably they would just be like oh yeah this is a great song it's really catchy that kind of shit but this is this album was way more uh you know guitar based than some of his other music not that it's ever not guitar based but it's definitely in the forefront it feels like each song is the trio he, even though it's more than that
0: he shocks me at like every every chance there is like there there's a uh one of my students came in and said they wanted to learn uh, a ty dollar sign song and i was like great this is gonna be a fucking nightmare and uh, john mayer played guitar on it yeah and i was like this is great never mind i'm stoked like his the songs? chord progression
1: was goofy as fuck i was like this is this is this is a hip-hop song i love this the songs he did with frank ocean i've tried to learn them and it's just like what the fuck are you playing yeah it is insane but yeah it he's definitely uh someone who helps me uh be more okay with pop music and yeah yeah i it is difficult being a fan of his but yeah it's He's great. I was gonna
2: uh, say that's why I was laughing, not because of continuum. That's a great album. But it's yeah. John Mayer the person. Yeah, he's definitely a difficult person. Fine. I've seen
1: him can... plenty of times and he's an amazing live. But every time I've seen him, it it like buying a ticket to a show. I would Mayer feel show, bad about giving him money. Well, I'm not that, but like his ego comes out like it, it's either really strong or like it'll just come out and you're like, Whoa, where'd that come from? And yeah, it it's kind of funny, but also it's just like, damn. This dude loves stroking his ego, yeah. but on the other side, uh, there's Jeff Buckley, who sadly only had one album. I mean, he has that unfinished album, but it doesn't do him justice. But that it, it's another person who's just an incredible guitarist, uh, way better singer than John Mayer. Like Jeff Buckley's range and just vocal prowess is just I, I, kind of unmatched, in my opinion when it comes to male vocalists in that kind of genre. And he did feel like that kind of person who would, you know, go on to have like 30 albums, like a Van Morrison type, but only had one. And overall, I think it's an amazing album. Lover You Should Have Come Over is a fucking great song. Uh, It is a shame that it's only known for Hallelujah, but... That being said, hallelujah, that's a good cover.
2: And Um, you thought there wasn't going to be any overlap between us. Did you put that on your list? He's not in my five, but he's in the honorable mentions.
1: Okay. I think that counts. That was the only one I was thinking we might uh, agree on. Well, I knew we would agree. It's a great album, but beyond on both of our lists. Well, yeah, that's my singer-songwriter portion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would definitely recommend, if you're going to check out any of my albums, go check out... uh, grace by jeff buckley because not enough people have listened to it
2: and speaking on like jeff buckley uh i have like a kind of high-pitched voice and jeff buckley was one of the artists that like ushered me into being comfortable with singing in like my stronger range you guys hear that he can sing like jeff buckley (laughs) 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 uh i
1: I sound probably
2: more like nate willett from cold war kids yeah yeah. every
1: time you uh check a mic you do uh grace
2: yeah and the
1: what Mm-hmm. that
2: part yeah it's that my part. uh my go-to mic check i panic and don't know what to say so i just sing. yeah i've started just
1: uh not singing it but uh speaking i believe in a thing called love just speaking the uh like you know a spoken word version of it
2: oh touching you yeah touching <laughs> me
1: guitar <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah go ahead all right, so my next album uh, is the indie rock hit, The Carter Three. Uh JK. Um, wow. Did you just say JK? Good I did joke. it.
1: Oh, hey, Cambria, it was... can you meow real quick? That was a funny joke.
2: <laughs> Fuck off, Cambria. No, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this one is uh, Darwin D's, self-titled. Um, for starters, I want to separate the artist from the album, which is kind of hard when he self-titles it. Does he suck? Uh as a person? As a person. He's got some problematic stuff going on. Like, I, oh, I, currently? I, no. in every time I've seen him, oh, okay. uh, minus the very first time, which I may have been too young to notice. Um, the times I've seen him, he's gotten way too drunk. He's sort of like broken a lot of the unspoken rules about performing and playing, and it's just he's been kind of messy when i've seen him in person that's fair um enough that i'm probably never going to go see him live again which pains me but i'll still listen to his music i guess um well, but this is what happens when all your best friends are girls yeah <laughs> drink drink water water while the world whirls
1: yeah we're quoting lyrics
2: if you guys can't tell yeah
1: um i
2: got that <laughs> okay so this album they uh, both got out their phones <laughs> 2009 <laughs> fuck off uh, another 2009 darling um it was very interesting me to me, uh, to me. Uh, darwin D's is a, a brilliant guitar player and one of the more interesting things about this album is that i cannot figure out his guitar parts because i am like somewhat certain he's playing a four string guitar just a, a regular strat that he has lying around doesn't with Keith Richards do that I have no clue no, I don't I thought he played a five <laughs> oh, okay yeah
1: I know he's got a telecaster that he just doesn't have one string on him. I'm just like well, you're a dumbass. you can afford another no. string
2: well <laughs> homeboy Darwin I feel D's. like there's more to it than that <laughs> probably not He just uh, is missing tuning pegs and has these four strings and they're tuned in some weird ukulele type tuning. And so it's impossible to figure out like what kind of voicing he did. I tried to play it for years and I couldn't figure it out. I realized it's because I'm never going to be able to recreate it uh, because I won't be able to reach whatever voicing he's playing. Uh, Bad Day, one of my favorite songs in the world. I I love it. It's goofy. It's silly. It's fun. Um, and it really like brought a bit of levity in my life uh, when I needed it. I'm not going to
1: make the joke I was going to make. You
3: looked really happy about that
1: for a second. <laughs> he said goofy, and I was going to say
2: garsh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's been playing Kingdom Hearts? Hey, Jackson raised his hand. Yeah,
3: <laughs> just so everybody knows.
2: Yes. You can see it on the video stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, another lyric he was quoting. Yes. Like uh, the same song is it my turn Uh no i'm still talking about darwin d's all right so uh <laughs> no i'm just kidding no, that you you i was gonna dress up as him for halloween one year <laughs> because you have the hair you I could I have do similar
1: it. hair to him and all i had to do was put a piece of twine in my hair and wear a v-neck mm-hmm. you'd have to like shave the back of your head though and just keep the sideburns i wouldn't do that
2: yeah that's a, that's a lot for costume. i was gonna costume.
1: like shave yeah. uh, so i only had a mustache because mm-hmm. he only has a mustache
0: i mean really all you would have to do is put the twine in because you wear v-necks enough
1: yeah, I like v Fuck crew cuts. By the yeah, way. Yeah, totally. Coheed didn't release an album in 2009. <laughs> did you look it up? or That's how you know Coheed
2: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to do my... Uh, Neither did Radiohead. <laughs> I'm going to do my last one that I don't think Adam put down, but it was the one that I thought you might have put down. Okay. This is Them Crooked Vultures. No, I not vultures. Didn't include that. It's the self titled. Uh it's a super group it's album, great the only album. Which is which it feels it feels weird uh putting a super group as like who's in it? Yeah. Uh Dave Grawl, Josh Homme, and uh John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. JPJ. Whoa, JPJ. Uh yeah, I mean it feels weird putting a super group album, but that album is it's one of the albums like you mentioned earlier. I played it front to back on drums. I loved it so much. It's I it's I think every uh, album you've
1: mentioned you've played front to back. I
0: can't play colors back to back.
1: There you go, you're right. Uh sorry. <laughs> I forgot you liked that album. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, uh crooked Vultures, that album is uh it's a true rock masterpiece. I showed it to my dad. And he was like, "This sounds like Led Zeppelin. I don't like this." I'm like, "It it's yeah, no, great. no fucking it shit, should.
1: dude. It's got the most uh, talented member of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but it's to me, it it, it it does sound like Led Zeppelin, but also not at all. It sounds like it literally sounds like exactly what you would imagine those three people.
3: I mean, it sounds like Led Zeppelin because there's guitar and drums in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, um, I mean, fucking uh, Grammy Award winning." Greta Van Fleet over here. Did they win awards? They did. Oh, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah,
0: it's yep, really, I'm really so upset about fucking that. upsetting. And they're releasing another album this year, and it's gross. Um,
3: Disgusting. They're officially Led Zeppelin two. Everybody knows Led Zeppelin won Grammys.
1: Well, no, they're Led Zeppelin one, two, and, three. Yeah. Um, the fourth one, and then no, they need they, I
0: go on. They 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 sound like Led Zeppelin eight because you know, their members are dead. And so it sounds like p- dead people are playing. Yeah. Okay. Only so one of them's dead. Uh, one of them's dead. That's all that matters. Just um, so, uh, yeah, that album has a lot of really interesting stuff musically happening that, uh, you wouldn't expect from, like Led Zeppelin music was really interesting, but it was also interesting because it was not planned. They went into a studio and just like played music and jerked off. And then when you saw it live, it was like totally different from what the recordings were, which you could argue with a lot of bands, but for Led Zeppelin it was literally because they didn't have like a form or a structure. Yeah, they didn't. It know. was like, Well, this section's gonna we're just gonna let we're just gonna let Jimmy Page make a bunch of noise. Okay, well, this section, Robert Plant's just gonna sing like for a while we're gonna give the drummer a whole song (laughs) yeah exactly so it was multiple times it was very it was very uh uh, haphazard and then they actually got the them crooked vultures has like you said the best member of led zeppelin um the smartest member so they actually were able to write songs
1: um he's definitely the best member and the most in the back member like people don't realize how talented he is no quarter yeah
0: well how important he was when there were good songs when there were actual songs that came out i mean he was he was behind the whole thing
1: also should be noticed he was the most tame member
0: oh yeah he like was not about drinking and drugs and stuff like that Um, apparently
1: he would like fly off or like basically disappear on their tours and then just show up for the shows and they're like where the fuck are you going he's like don't worry about it yeah and, yeah. Yeah. And he's the only one whose marriage uh, survived that ban.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and then I've already spoken a lot about Dave Grohl and Josh Homme, but they're, they're amazing musicians. Uh, it's well, good. Like it's, them together is really
3: good. Every yeah. Well, time that's, that's happened. Song so. for the Deaf again. Right, I mean, that's, yeah.
0: that album was, was that. And uh, I mean, any album where Dave Grohl plays drums, I'm honestly like pretty, I'm, um, I'm, I'm down for. He's. Yeah. Talking about him as a drummer is a weird thing because I love what he plays and it's one of my like it has inspired me to no end. But watching him play is like, God, your technique is. A, why do you wear gloves? God, yeah, I was going to so say fucking does he stupid. Still wear gloves? Yeah, he still wears the gloves.
1: I hate it when he says that he doesn't practice because I'm like, I that's know there's like, going to good be, thing. Yeah, I yeah. know there's going to be someone who's just like, yeah, fucking, you don't need to. practice. I can be so Dave like, Grohl. Nope. Well, that's he has that he just quote has raw talent. He don't, has, assume had, you can do
0: that he had that quote that went around that was like people love that was like he was on some interview show and he said like i suggest people who want to start playing music don't take lessons just go buy a cheap ass guitar at a garage sale and go to your room and learn it yourself I'm like no. that's the dumbest like cool that you doesn't did that. work do for what's most best people. for you yeah. do that
1: if that's what you want to do or can do yeah but also take lessons if you want to yeah but don't listen to prescribed success. That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. I mean, if yeah. you're
3: gonna do all that, you're not gonna be like David Grohl. No, you're not.
1: Also that's just life in general. Don't you know, just yeah. do what you want to do. Don't listen to what someone else did. That shit's so yeah. stupid. Yeah.
0: But that album, I have straight ripped drum parts from that album so many fucking times. <laughs> uh and I will continue to do so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that never comes back to you. Hope that doesn't
3: become a problem. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's a. It, if they caught it, then good for yeah, okay, them. Dave Grohl okay. seems like the type of person uh, I think who he would, wouldn't care. I don't think he would care, but other people involved, like so the would. label. he would be oh, like, Josh
2: I read those drum parts. Homie would probably <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, no,
0: Homie would totally give a shit. He yeah. would one t- hundred percent. He likes to get angry. Yeah, he so. likes to be really pissed off about shit. So yeah. well, he's angry. not the
1: great drummer. He's a fine drummer.
3: He's a pretty good drummer.
1: He's a fine drummer. Yeah, yeah. He's a better drummer than me, but that's not hard. Hey,
3: I was going to say, was that the bar for him to, yeah. to pass?
1: Either that or kicking a photographer in the face. He's, be- he's- well, <laughs>
3: But you see, he thought that was something else, and then it was okay. He got confused. Yeah, he yeah. got confused because of the human face.
0: If you watch the video, you can see the confusion in his face and how he was clearly <laughs> when, unaware when he was kicking someone does, straight yeah, in
3: the face. When he does a double take and then kicks them.
1: <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs>
3: Well. Didn't uh,
2: um, didn't Lamb of God or a band like that get prosecuted in some yeah. country for Ran like kicking life. someone off stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah he killed somebody. Yeah, you, yeah.
1: you should <laughs> kind of get in trouble. Somebody for that. jumped on stage and he pushed him off, and the guy hit his head and he went into a coma and died.
3: Well, he was and confused. Then, yeah, I, yeah, It was it was a camera. Well, so. yeah. and then they,
1: what, and so he was. Uh, they were basically uh, for I think it was Sweden or wherever it was, but it was in a European nation and. You know how he got arrested, right? Lamb of God was on tour, and when they landed in that uh, country, they arrested him off the plane. He didn't. He didn't know he uh, that person had died. He didn't know that he was uh, being uh, you oh know tried God. for. So basically, they, he just landed and they arrested him. There's his, a good documentary on it.
0: His thing is so interesting because it's like, yeah, there was clearly intent for what he was doing, but like that's like the culture, and yeah. it's so weird that that's like. You know, he, I mean, he, he killed a person and that's like, you know, it sucks, but it's like, that's just the way that culture is, is that if you, you push people, people fall and you don't
1: really think much about it. Yeah. He definitely didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, but exactly. I think yeah, that doesn't but... change the fact that the person died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
2: but I just, I don't go to a metal show if I'm not prepared to die.
0: For real. It's words to live by. Mm-hmm. I hold, I always hold my keys out a little bit when I'm in the mosh pit. So if they hit me, then I just kind of poke him a little bit i was in a I fucking don't think that'll help i was in a mosh
1: pit pagan <laughs> goes worse. into a mosh pit arm yeah, dude. <laughs> i was in a mosh pit with one of my friends and this was a girl and she was moshing she had her purse on her <sighs> her bag and um like we got out of it and then we were just talking and she like looked down in her bag and she goes oh shit my knife she had a switchblade in her bag that apparently got bumped in the uh, uh mosh pit and was just sticking through her bag and I was like oh my oh, god you, you do not need to be in a mosh pit and if you are stay the fuck away from me That's,
0: it's, it's terrifying people people are morons <laughs> I, I love going to mosh pits but like the uh, it, there's people just like are asking to get hurt it's so fucking weird luckily yeah, she was there small so that. i don't it's think weird. she could have. Well, stabbed much there was like i was on out, accident. i was in one wall of death where for those who don't know a wall of deaths where they just split the crowd in half and then they say go and you know run at each other kind of uh, like you know an actual war yeah yeah exactly so uh i was doing one of those and you should you when they split you you should split it's the better option for you even if you're not going to go run just split get just, out of the way yeah this one guy sits uh, uh cross-legged in the center just like waiting and my friend kicked him in the face because he wouldn't move we were like in the very front <laughs> and he and he's like if he's not moving i don't know what to do like
1: this is and that guy died <laughs>
3: <laughs> your friend was josh Homme. I,
2: uh, Adam, the, uh, what amazing album do you it. have to follow um, what you have something in i had one go, last story go for, story. It. Go for it, it. it was related to the uh, the switchblade thing it reminds me of a house show where uh i was doing the sound there and um the cops came because it was in a neighborhood it was like a volunteer house show sort of thing Uh, they're doing it for a charity and the cops come and so i'm like hey everyone y'all gotta shut up we gotta stop playing music this is how you deal with the cops you don't make noise you let whoever's out front deal with the cops and then you can resume when they leave or if we get cited or whatever you know like you let the night go you stay out of the way yeah you stay out of the way let the cops decide what to do. And Somebody then you go on the cop, and his switchblade came out. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, uh, I'm sitting in inspired. there. I'm sitting in there uh, babysitting like these college students who are just like drunk, and they want a party, and they're like getting mad at me because I won't let them play music while the cops are complaining to the uh, owners about the noise. And then um, some girl walks up and goes, "Everybody, it's okay. I have a knife." And she lifts up. Whoa
3: what great plan and
2: she has a switchblade just like fully out and just waving it around and i have to go up to her and be like you should put that away and stop waving <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what a Smart, crazy person. the smartest people go to house parties yeah she and another dude got mad at me for that too
3: <laughs> well of course how could you how could you
2: fucking narc told her to put her knife yeah. away <laughs> what's your album <laughs> <Adam>? so, uh,
3: <laughs> follow that since out. we're getting yeah it's not as good as that story uh uh Talking Heads 77 um I really like this album just cuz it's really it's weird, Talking Heads are weird. I didn't um, expect this. Are you is this one of your albums is that why you didn't expect it? Of course, I picked
1: the Talking Heads, their whole discography. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love I the know. Talking Heads, but I didn't yeah. expect you to put that on your list.
3: No, it's just it's I mean, for a long time I didn't listen to Talking Heads that often, um but <laughs> I don't know, a couple years ago, I started listening to them again, and this album just kind of came back to being one of my favorites. And uh, I just like how it's very weird and just different, while well, still being like, I don't know, it's, I don't know. For me, it's approachable for, you know, interesting music, but... Um, yeah. Do you guys find your
1: favorite albums fluctuating much?
3: Mine don't, yeah, I really. think No, no.
1: It I mean, hard. I did take Muse out of this list because they burned me so bad last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Why well, you motherfuckers?"
0: I think maybe Release a little bit, but
3: not on a like yearly, you know, basis or anything. I
0: haven't had. I I, I I was looking at my list today, and I was like, "Should I put you know this album in from last year, or stuff like that?" It's like you know these these albums haven't spent that much time. Yeah, it's with harder me. The for test new, of time. new yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see how you know maybe this album I think is one of my favorites will be, but at this point, no.
1: No. You know, scientists say that Hagen's favorite album has been born already. May have already been born. It.
3: It. it Is it a pop album? It
1: may have been. It's Paramore's twelfth album. Uh, <laughs> album. No.
3: <laughs> I like one featuring Mumford album. and
1: Sons. Oh, I
3: I'd listen to that. That that could be interesting. That could that could be really experimental. It could be really awful. Yeah, like the great.
1: Dragon Ball movie, the live action one.
0: Yeah.
3: Evolution.
1: Man. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. a
0: that's a great flick.
1: Fucking, I love pop music
0: are you comparing that movie to pop music <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your idea of what pop music
1: is i got a cat <laughs> in my lap <laughs> this is a
3: good, good episode <laughs> it's, it's something
1: talking heads so, are great right. yeah david Byrne. i guess I, I one of the other things
3: staff. too of why i like that is it's like it's their debut album and something about that is cool because it's like this is really great yeah. for a first album that's so. the
1: one with uh Psycho Killer, yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Um, yeah, I have uh, one more album on my top, and, and then it, you're leaving. Yeah, and then I'm bye bye. It's uh, um, this one is the god fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Mm-hmm. Or it's, you got to uh, do it.
3: No, you got to do the right title. <sighs>
1: God, it's such a fucking long title. This is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about by Modest Mouse. This is their first album, and in my opinion, their best album. Um, I would love to make music like Modest Mouse, uh, when they were a trio at least. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Not, not when they had two drummers? Not their new album? No. Uh,
0: oh, weird. You don't is, like is Johnny that, Marr?
1: Is that, is, 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 I like Johnny Marr, but I don't like him in Modest Mouse. It's almost like having two drummers
0: is... A bad idea? Yeah, have almost. Have you heard Slipknot? They don't have two drummers. They have three, motherfuckers. They have a drummer and percussionists. It's a very different thing. Nah,
3: same yeah. thing.
1: No. Somebody <laughs> plays a fucking trash can, dude, and the other dude plays a recycle can, okay? It's different. <laughs> Environmental. One composts. <laughs> One dude just sorts through paper and plastic. It, he's a real good guy. Um,
3: yeah. If you want to hear us talk more about Modest Mouse...
1: Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that. Uh, Adam and I did a little deep dive episode where we talked about Modest Mouse, so I won't talk about my feelings about Sick their whole dis- discography. Yeah. How'd you know I was wearing a plug? Can I see?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Can uh, all the people at home see in the video podcast?
2: <laughs> Adam, link it in the show notes. <laughs> I will
0: not be
3: doing that.
1: So Yeah, this is my favorite album by them. Uh, I think it just has a real raw power to it it's it's rough around the edges there's like fucking really long songs there's like a minute long song and they all have you know there's certain qualities to them and it's just i you can tell that they are a band and it's a, it's this like really tight trio and uh i won't go too much into it because we did it in deep dive but uh unfortunately throughout their career that uh got it's lost fun. yeah but uh Early Modest Mouse, not to be that guy, is uh, something to behold, and I would love to make music. This is one of those things where it's like, if I could uh, say, what do I want my band slash music to sound like? It is this album uh, by Modest Mouse, this one. So, that's my favorite album by them. And, yeah, that's my five albums. See right. ya! In no particular yep. order so, except
2: for In Rainbows. Uh, I'm on number four. Um... Number four is also self-titled by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Again, uh, not a surprise to anyone who, who knows me or has talked to me about music ever. Um, Unknown Mortal Orchestra is the, uh, the new experimental project, they aren't new anymore, by Ruben Nilsson, um, former singer and I think most likely guitarist because I can't see him not playing guitar in uh, The Mint Chicks. Um, mint chicks was a self-described trouble gum pop punk band. Um, he's from New Zealand. I think they were from Portland. Um, they, uh, they broke up and he took a break from music for a while and then decided he wanted to get back into it, but wanted to do it anonymously. And so he created this sort of like pseudonym and, um, wanted to create something with like a lost record, lost tape feel and, uh, pulling from like the psychedelic vibes of rock in the seventies, but uh, putting his own like personal style and flair and flavor into it. Um, there's a whole lot of like psych rock vibes in it, a whole lot of nonsense lyrics and it pulls together and just is this beautiful like art rock piece. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, it ventures into Neo soul and like the modern uh, unknown mortal orchestra ages. It was all just him, right? Uh, this album. I do don't I'm not sure. I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. no, because um, I think he had a I forgot his name. Oh the, uh, yeah. There's a drummer from um, uh, he's in the band Whitney. Uh, I know he played with them live. Uh, I feel like I can hear his voice on the album, but I couldn't tell you for sure. Well, I uh, mean, like instrumentation and stuff. Yeah, I think he, uh, that drummer. I think his name's like Julian something. Um, he might have played drums on it, but it very well could have been just Ruben by himself. Um, the guitar work is phenomenal and creative and interesting. The guitar tone—I uh, have no idea how he makes such a terrible guitar tone sound so good. It's all Ruben. All Ruben. All right, there we yep. go. He's a—he's a mastermind. Vocal, electric, and acoustic guitar, bass, drum,
1: bass guitar, drums, and percussion. Mm-hmm. And
2: it's uh, different, bitch.
1: <laughs> you know, trash can, recycle can, <laughs>
0: snare can. Somehow, somehow. It- <laughs>
1: Finding a way to
0: completely minimize a group of like percussionists, like just minimize their career to just a trash can <laughs> and a recycle bin.
1: <laughs> okay, mean, you cannot argue that they're playing trash cans. No, I I, I like Slipknot, but those are fucking trash. Those cans.
2: are
0: trash cans. Those are trash
2: cans. There's a lot of career opportunities for percussionists. You could uh, be in Slipknot. You could uh, perform in Stomp. Um,
0: you can perform
2: uh, like in the New York subway.
0: Yeah, hitting hitting some pots and pans. All you right.
2: could tour with Moonhooch. Everybody,
1: <laughs> say your albums. Let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap this shit up. Jackson, okay. Upset. Andy, what
2: you got? Uh, number five was a tie between Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge and Devil and God Raging Inside Me. So that's uh, My Chemical Romance and Brand New.
1: My Chemical Romance definitely wins that one.
2: That's a fucking great album. I listened to that album a couple weeks ago. Wow. Okay, what an but amazing have album. you heard "Devil and God Raging Inside Me"? That album is perfect. There is not one dull track. Even like I've never heard int- a good song by Brand New. So oh, you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> even the uh, the <laughs> untitled interlude track is beautiful. I absolutely love that album. The guitar work is phenomenal. Uh, I remember a guitar player magazine where uh, they had took a like panoramic photo of Jesse Lacey's pedal board because they couldn't fit it all in one page. It was stupid, but I loved it
0: okay i'll I'll wrap this shit up i'll wrap mine up okay. uh okay good. so we don't
1: want more of you woo!
0: um so uh periphery's album that's my most recent one that came out two years ago so i'll, I'll that's that's the most recent album on here periphery's Wait. album oh. p3 okay. self uh select difficulty is that the one with motor mouth yeah eat shit
1: that's the song i like by them yeah it's a
0: really good song uh that entire album's really good it's uh it's the album where their singer figured out how to be a singer. Um which is really good. <laughs> uh, and he's really good at it.
1: Dude, they're a Dallas band now, you can't say that. They kinda are. It's neat. Wow. You're dissing the local scene. <laughs> Hagen hates the local yeah, scene. We need we need
3: to cut that out now.
0: No yeah. locals only. The Dallas
1: metal scene, dude. Yeah, they're gonna hate us.
0: If only he actually went to Dallas metal shows. Yeah. Um. But the it's they're they're one of those they're they're a gent band or a prog metal band, however you want to call it. In this case, um, there that album's great. It's uh, it's full of amazing guitar work, bass stuff. Uh, the drums are fucking killer. Um, I there's moments in there where I'm just like I don't know how they played what they played or how they even thought to do this. And there's a a guy on YouTube, uh, Rick Beato. His son's the one who has perfect pitch, um, and he's a really he's a really amazing musician. And he does uh, vlogs on stuff.
1: And he does a. What? Do we have any? If you have any honorable mentions, hold them. That's I mean, what we'll do for what we're listening to. <laughs> that sounds good.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I mean, sure. Uh, so, uh, oh, um, Hagen
1: doesn't like that idea. No, mind. no, it's fine.
0: Whatever, mm. dude. Are you listening to stuff? I wasn't prepared for listening. I'm listening to stuff, but I'm not prepared for it. Um, I'm the only one who's prepared. Uh, I didn't know you we were doing that. I didn't know we, I that. know we were doing that. I didn't know we were doing that. I mean, that. we talked <laughs> about this
3: earlier and I didn't have enough time to put anything together.
0: So, um, yeah, they the got Rick Beato interviewed Misha, the guitarist, one of the guitarists, and asked him and like you know how like what did you play here? This this sounds like it's this kind of weird dissonant thing and and Misha's like I don't remember, I don't know, and I'm like <laughs> God, I fucking hate these people, like they don't know what they played, they don't know what's going on, this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, but they write this amazing metal music that just it, it has, it, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, do you want me to just say all of my honorable mentions?
1: I don't care anymore. Oh man, <laughs> uh, this I think sucks. we should just do uh, honorable mention. Adam, you got any more song or albums you want to talk about?
3: Yeah, Um us let him do it just and then two: we'll do. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, "The Boatman's Call," and David Bowie's album "Low."
1: I knew you were gonna have David Bowie. on Yeah, I would I'm say that's my number it's not one. Black Star, though. Uh,
3: it, Black Star, I think it's just because it's too recent still. It's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was too soon. Yeah, too soon, guys. That's a banger. <laughs> I think it's more of I just wanted to. I don't know. I I think Black Star is probably his best album, but mm-hmm. I've been listening to his other albums obviously for a lot longer since they're older. Yeah, um, and I've always liked the whole trilogy, the Berlin trilogy, uh, Low, Heroes, and Lodger. But uh, I think Woe is probably my favorite by far. Yeah, and uh, it's it was one of the albums that like growing up was like you know. I guess a formative album you want to call it that for what I want to what I enjoy listening to um and then the uh Nick Cave album I just really like all his songwriting in general and I think this is his strongest album and also has some you know it, the whole like a memory tied to listening to it kind of thing for me as well so yeah. it's just album I go back to a lot
1: all right well so uh those are our favorite albums thanks for letting us indulge uh uh, Unless we you can skip to this new chapter here. Off yeah, we holes. can talk about honorable mentions real quick. I only had one, and that was uh, American Football's LP, two. Uh, I just think that, me personally, I like that kind of music, and I know it is sacrilege to say uh, that that's the better album, but I think it is. And, no, you're allowed to do that. And uh, I think they're a band that definitely benefits from better um, production value. And because that first album has good songs, but the production value is shit.
0: So. You gotta, I mean, with 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 it, whether it be like that, it's it's that weird mixture of like emo and math rock, and if yep. if, if if you have intricacy, the production it, it makes it makes or breaks it.
1: Yeah, and I don't like math rock, so it, it's kind of that. It, it's a little olive branch for me. I like yeah. that kind of Midwest emo, and it does have that funky time. Uh, so. Yeah, I love that album. That's my only honorable Funky mention. Funky time. Uh, Andy, honorable mentions?
2: All right, my uh, honorable mentions are Foe Destroyer, uh, also self-titled, uh, City of Evil, uh Is This It by the Strokes? City of Evil by Avenge Sevenfold. Oh yeah. What the fuck? I love that album <laughs> so much. I did not
0: expect that to be a there Neither did I. That's that a was, great album, but that was the album that I was like, oof, yeah. you're you're really close to the indie rock shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is uh Is MIA This It by the Strokes? A great song. By the way, uh This Is It. Um Hissing Fauna Are You the Destroyer and Aha Shake Heartbreak. What's that last one? Uh that's Kings of Leon. Um mm. Yuck. <laughs> it's a don't worry it's not modern that's like 2003 okay or 2004 yeah so it was before
3: all that yeah yeah it was way before that's when they were were a good band
2: they were like the southern strokes at the time yeah don't get him
1: started on kings of leon or cold war kids i could talk about so better when they
2: started dude
1: they are hipster just like modest mouse
2: cold war kids is terrible now I would
1: argue they were always terrible, but just had some but good
2: production. But it's really obvious. No, they were always terrible, but they had worse production values in the beginning. That's why they sound better. Fuck, well, you got me there, man. Boom. Do you
1: guys have honorable mentions or yeah. not? Yeah, I, I just mean, have I, one, I, Yeah, I just have extras.
3: So. Uh, um, well, I have two because I had one on here just to upset Jackson. So. <laughs> uh, uh, Is it I'm... Seren? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're back together. Are they? I saw yeah, they were yeah, playing a show, playing, but I didn't yeah. assume they were fest. back. They're, they're, pro- they're probably not back together. No, I think they're. I think if it's you look probably. At their
1: comments they say we were only on indefinite hiatus. Well, the, uh, yeah, uh, I,
3: I assumed it was just two of them are back. Using this doesn't name, matter. So. Either <laughs> um, way, go ahead, Hagen. Uh, Grow by Chon. Uh,
0: talk about math rock band that needs good production, and this is the album where they finally got good because they always had good songs, but finally good production makes that album so fucking good. 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 Young the Giant, Young the Giant.
1: Uh, so nice you had to say it twice. <laughs> that that
0: album is um really really fucking powerful for me. Uh that that is that is the album that taught me a lot about certain aspects of drumming.
1: The drummer Ray Rose. <laughs> I
0: was
3: fucking waiting for Amazing. it. Amazing.
0: Um and then two more, uh Data remembers, Homesick. Uh that album was also really important for me. And then uh, Man Man, Life Fantastic.
2: Ooh, yes. Why? I forgot about that album.
3: Yep, yep, yep. Go ahead, Adam. All right, my only real honorable mention was uh, M.A.D. Fury's Hurry Up we Dreaming. I don't know why, but I listen to this album a lot. And I don't know if I'd call it a favorite or anything, but I just listen to it a lot and really enjoy it. Because so, you got support. the hots for Kayla Sinclair. Yeah, you're just
1: supporting the local scene, man. Wasn't <laughs>
3: even on that album, Dude, dude, whatever dude right. You don't have to You don't have to Cover it up
2: No judgment yeah. here
3: <laughs> And it's around Andy's Famous 2009 era 2011 Alright that's wow. what we're talking about Just like about. Wasting Light
2: The golden age of music We're all just was orbiting 2009, 2009 to 2011 That yeah. was it Yes We're all just Obama's first term 3009, if you know <laughs> what I'm
3: saying And then if uh, If Jackson was gonna give me shit About liking film scores I was gonna say La Land So Had that <laughs> saved Get Out of the park Had that saved for uh, If that Mailing. came up Yep I'm done now yep. <laughs> I'm to call I'm, it quits. I can't I'm be positive be anymore. <laughs> be close on that. <laughs> yeah. So thanks
1: for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll have a guest on next time. Yeah. We just thought this might be fun to shake it up. And, uh, have the boys back on yeah
0: we like to be on
1: <clears throat> and the only reason they're not on is because scheduling's
3: hard lots of yeah
1: lots we of all have different it's... schedules and then also the band throwing the bands yeah.
3: on that when you obviously
1: at, take importance when
0: you look at touring bands they just it's hard for them to
1: find yeah, right.
0: time and
3: yeah. and most of the bands we've had on recently are here during the week so yeah. it's like we're recording in the afternoon yeah like so literally when i go to work
2: yeah
1: well <laughs> yeah thanks for letting us indulge. Uh and, and a, you I, should, I uh, guess you should tell here. us what
3: your fav- favorite album is if you yeah. want to send us an email because no one emails us. Well,
2: that I, email th- address again is D-F-t- <laughs> DFT's nuts. DFTA show <laughs> with four W's at D-F-T-A dot show uh, dot biz. Uh, Cash Cat.
3: I mean, I can actually do that. So you can, you can, you can email us, or you. <laughs> you could, should uh, not do that, though. You should email. Feedback I like at a. There was one
2: time we got the website wrong, and I was like, "Fuck! I have to make a new domain." Because I, I
3: wasn't at when you guys recorded that one, and I was, was like, "Well, someone's going to try and type that in, and that's not going to work."
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to type it in. Well, uh, uh,
3: you can you can
0: always uh, you can always tag us on Instagram too yeah, you can if you do like that if your you shit. Want to.
1: If Hagen's yeah. mom has dipped out since Hagen hasn't been here, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. For- she she hasn't. Okay. Well, yeah. thank thank you for being so supportive of us. Yeah, she
0: she listens to it all, at every chance she gets. I don't know if she's listened um, to the deep dives yet.
1: I mean, I don't want to say it, but someone's gonna say it. I think we're better without you guys. So uh, thanks Someone for coming back. That. Who uh, said it? Oh, Olivia said it. That's right. She <laughs> yeah. sucks.
0: I called her out. I called her. She came, she came to the holiday party at my house and uh, I was, I told her she wasn't invited after I heard about the comment and uh, she walked in anyway. And I was like, what are you doing here? Like what? And he like talking shit in our email, like straight up saying that it's better without me. She's listening right yeah. now. <laughs> she explained herself. It's okay. We're cool now. Yeah. Um, so is that why you haven't been back? No, uh, like I said, uh, I have a job that says no, I mean, no. We, we have jobs. Yeah, it's different. Mine said no, no. He has yeah. adult
3: problems. Yeah, I have it's... adult problems. <laughs> so I, I... And Andy's been here. He's just been quiet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering uh, what we were going to do uh,
1: to segue out of this. But Andy, this song's for you.